And welcome back, everybody. This is the Shock Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor. Today joining us is the inspiring Wichita State student and founder of the non-for-profit, the Co-Immunity Foundation, Madeline Shonka. How are you doing today, Maddie? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing awesome. You have a pretty unique story. What I want to know is what has your journey with illness kind of been like? Yeah, so I had pneumonia eight times by the age of three. I basically was doomed from the start. And um, life just got more interesting from there. I had swine flu in fourth grade, which triggered the onset of narcolepsy with cataplexy, which is an autoimmune disease. And then in sixth grade, amongst other things, I got mono and the mono triggered lupus. What is lupus for those that don't know? So lupus is an autoimmune disease that attacks your healthy tissues with inflammation. So a lot of people know that Selena Gomez has it. Um, Her kidneys were greatly affected and she had a kidney transplant. So mine has affected my kidneys, um, I get ocular migraines that mimic strokes, I have pretty severe arthritis, and I rash with any emotion or exposure basically to living. So how have you handled all of this? Because it seems like quite a card to be dealt. I can imagine it's gotta be pretty difficult. So I am lucky in some regards because I grew up only knowing what it was like to be sick. I have had like 12 surgeries. I have been hospitalized multiple times. Like I think it was my third birthday that I spent a week in the hospital. So other than having a formal name for why my body kept crapping out, I I haven't known any different. And so I think that has allowed me to be more more resilient in some ways. Some people that are in our support group, they at the age of 17 all of a sudden were um, debilitated by a sickness that then became a, a chronic condition and were in the ICU or hospitalized for weeks at a time. And I think they have a, a harder time of adjusting because it's, it's not what they've grown up experiencing. What does treatment look like for this though? Is it surgery? Is it, you know, certain medicine? How do you handle this? So like in Selena Gomez's case, she, she had surgery obviously to, to transplant a kidney, but um, I had multiple exploratory surgeries um, and then certain ways it affects you, you can have surgeries to handle that. But for me, I have been on steroids, immunosuppressants, um, Plaquenil or hydroxychloroquine was a big topic um, during COVID and that is a drug I've been on for years. And then I was also on chemo. Um, some of the drugs are pretty nasty, but uh, luckily I'm, <laughs> luckily and I guess not so luckily, but um, I'm allergic to a lot of them. So I basically have to just aggressively manage my stress, which is an interesting uh, dance to, to do when you're running a nonprofit. <laughs> In a college student. Right, 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 right. All of those things. Uh, <laughs> and for profit now. So we're having a great time. Yeah, and you just kind of touched on it. When did you start the non for profit and what is it? So I run the Co Immunity Foundation. I had known I wanted to start something like this since I was in sixth grade and just thought I would do it after going to medical school, but uh, change plans. And I started it the summer of 2019. And then what is it that the uh, your nonprofit actually does? So we address the psychosocial effects of chronic illness for young adults. Um, we focus on chronic invisible disease and kind of the age group of 15 to 25. So where does a college age student get the audacity to take on an endeavor like this? I'm absolutely insane. It just kind of happened and 
I'm glad it happened, but I have always kind of taken on challenges, whether I should or not, but, and just kind of put my all into them and I got the idea into my head and I'm a little stubborn and I just went with it I guess and I participated in e-launch at Wichita State and kind of realized I did 25 interviews and then I actually had a survey of 250 college students and I realized oh maybe I'm on to something and then once I kind of realized other people needed what I needed uh, there wasn't really any opportunity to, to quit. On a day-to-day -day basis, how do you actually structure a non-for-profit and how do you make something like that successful? How do you get people to donate money and what do you do with the money? Like, what is the more technical side of it? Sure, so um, interesting question because I'm still kind of figuring it out as I go. Um, I, a lot of it was just uh, planning what I wanted it to look like in the beginning and really up until November, I was validating my hypotheses and then I created a workbook that walk, walks through the seven stages of grief with a lot of cuss words and had a pilot program and tested what our solutions were going to be and what we were going to offer these people. And then starting in December I started I started pitching and that includes going to really scary intimidating people um, and basically telling them about the importance of what we're doing and how they can help and asking them ultimately for money and I really hate it a whole lot but uh, we've been really successful with that so day to day I am coordinating kind of meetings and I'm talking to people like you and then I'm also interacting a lot with the chronic illness community and again just really trying to evaluate what's needed. Um, so right now we're just figuring out exactly what our program is going to be. I am managing a team of five right now and making sure we are all on the same page and getting done everything that needs to get done. It's a lot of strategy and planning and we're, we're learning as we go and it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I have a great team that I'm working with. What does it mean to you to, to have this non-for-profit be hosted here in Wichita? Um, I never wanted to be in Wichita, <laughs> ever. I was going to leave for college and then I ended up getting sucked into staying and then, you know, I was going to graduate and, and move away. But let me tell you, there's nowhere I would rather be. And it has been the perfect environment to grow my ideas and my vision and the generosity and support I have felt from the Wichita community is just incredible. And now I am very proud that I am I'm staying in Wichita. <laughs> so if as if it wasn't enough to be a student to have a non for profit, you also have a for-profit, correct? Yes, so that is a recent endeavor. I have known from the start that I wanted to have a nonprofit element and a for-profit element. And so our technology is on the for-profit side of things and then the more patient-focused and I, I label it as tangible um, side of things is all on the not-for-profit. So the for-profit started in December and we are, we called it Community Technology Solutions and our app actually launches next week. That has been such an exciting process. We're working with Plain Solutions here in town. Paul understands the way my brain works and that is an important thing because uh, sometimes I require a translator and he he really has understood my vision and he has a chronic illness in his 
his uh, kids have chronic illnesses and and so having that support and understanding while kind of building out this app has been really important. Yeah, I'm sure it has. And what is going to be all in the app? You mentioned social media aspect, uh, survey aspect. What all is going into it? So I can't talk about all of it, but I will tell you it is going to be a symptom tracker for all diseases. Um, So you'll go into the app and you will select what diseases you want to track every day. We've done a really thorough job of trying to look at it from the user perspective and make it not seem overwhelming. But the the end goal is for them to have a better idea of of what their disease is is doing in their daily life and ultimately to reduce that anxiety and um, provide more clarity when talking to their doctors at appointments. So we will actually have printouts that they can produce. Do you ever just sit back and think like, wow, take a look at what you've done and just kind of be awestruck for a moment? Because it is impressive to see how much you've done at such a young age. Uh, I don't really know why, but I don't really allow myself to to sit back and take it all in. I've got a much bigger picture than I'm, that I'm going after. What, what makes you believe you can do these things? Because I know a lot of people that wouldn't even start any of this because they're just so scared of you know something going wrong or it being too much, but it seems like you're just like, eh, I'll give it a shot. Um, I'm extremely terrified of failure. Um, so I'm not really sure what gives me the courage to kind of jump in, but I have a great support system and I try to be as prepared and as knowledgeable as possible. So I just really try to soak up as much knowledge and talk to as many people as possible because it makes me feel a little less terrified. (laughs) I'm sure that's a great way to look at it. As we start to wrap things up, I've got two more quick questions. The first one is where can people find you and your businesses online if they want to connect? Our website is www.coimmunityfoundation.org and um, they can follow us on Instagram at coimmunityfoundation. We are about to release a Fergalicious spoof music video called Sickalicious. Yes, I wrote the lyrics myself. I think that is a big part of persevering through this is finding fun things that get you excited amongst the things that are really terrifying. So like making a spoof music video, um, rapping about how I'm the illest uh, (laughs) is one of those things. Oh, that that is so cool. So the last question question I have for you, Maddie, is what advice would you give to someone who is younger like you are, but who has, you know, ambitions that they want to go after? Don't think. Just jump in. If you, if you think too much, then you'll be paralyzed. And if you just make the first move and take take a bite, then then you can keep going, essentially. 